My name is John Belton, and thank you for listening to my podcast on success stories. I'm a performance coach and founder of Number 17 Personal Training. I'm always fascinated by people's stories of challenge, persistence, and their resulting victories. Success looks different to everyone, but my guest today is one woman who has always impressed me. Melina Jaksic is the founder of Platinum Pilates, an impressive reformer Pilates and physiotherapy business that was established in 2010. Platinum Pilates is now a multi-studio concept growing exponentially each year. Today, Melina shares some great insights into her daily routines and how to help her achieve success. Okay, mm-hmm. Melina Jaksic. Hello, Thank how you are for you? coming in. I'm Thank good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for coming in on one of the greyest, wettest of November, the most November of November days we could possibly have gotten. Yeah. But you came in dark. smiling and I ready for, for lots of chats. Absolutely, yeah, ready <laughs> ready to go. So we, for those of you who don't know who Milena is, Milena Jaksic where in God's name does Jaxic come from? Yeah, so my dad is actually from Belgrade, um, okay. former Yugoslavia, which is now Serbia. And uh, my mum is uh, Irish, she's from Kerry. And so they met many, many years ago here. He had left uh, Belgrade. Kerry um, and Belgrade. Kerry and Belgrade, yeah. I know. So I've, I have very strong blood, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so growing up, you know, I actually used to say, or we used to say, we were like the first Eastern Europeans in Ireland, you well know, done. because, you know, people would be like, oh my God, you know, we were just so foreign with a name like uh, Jaxic or my father would you know it, it, they would pronounce it Jakšić yeah. um, so yeah so <laughs> I'm not going to lie I did struggle at the start just to make sure I pronounce it right because it has gotten to a stage where names are changing the people coming into the gym are not just Murphy and exactly. whatever else it is there's some new names coming yeah, in yeah. oh my god so did, have you lived in Belgrade at all no no always no, lived no. always lived in Ireland yeah born in Ireland okay. always lived in Ireland but we would have travelled there extensively when we were kids you know Brilliant. we would take uh, summer holidays um, and literally my dad would load up the car and we would drive to uh, former Yugoslavia uh, with a trailer in the from back from where from Dublin <laughs> okay give me a quick so you go so Dublin we would go Dublin we'd take the ferry to I guess the time we go to Hollyhead, drive down to Dover, take the ferry from Dover to Calais, I think, and yeah. then literally drive. Imagine my parents with three kids in the car and drive all the way. And, and we would uh, take pit stops along the way. So we'd stop in maybe Austria or Germany and oh, it sounds amazing. yeah, and spend a couple of weeks in Belgrade where his family were. And then we'd often go down to the coast then down to Croatia. Oh, um, beautiful. Yeah, we had really fabulous. That's a fantastic childhood. Wow. It was incredible. And we, of course, never pre it as you no, don't. That's you what, know. part of being a kid, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So it's, very so, much, it's in my blood. I was going to say, so travel's in your blood. You're mm-hmm. just back from New York, you said, with your kids. It's something, obviously, that's important to you, is it? Yeah, it is. Well, I, with with the work that I do, I actually travel a lot. A lot of the training that I do is in, it's either Paris, it's, I've done an awful lot, obviously, in the UK, which is yeah. easy and accessible. And yeah, quite a bit in the States. Um, so it, it's something that I've always done. And I, I, I love it, actually. I love it. I love to be, you know, in a position to be able to, go and learn and learn in an environment that's new where you meet new people. Yeah, um, where most of the magic happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. And with three kids, actually, this time I, I managed to bring two of them with me. My eldest is involved in, in a musical, so she didn't want to come. It was midterm break. And so my mom and the two girls came with me. So that was nice to be able to do some training and then have some downtime with them as oh, well. Oh, lovely. So Platinum Pilates was founded in 2000 and... In 
2010. 10. Yeah, and the depth of the recession. Yes, yeah, same. I was 2011. <laughs> the best time to do it. Whereabouts was studio number one? Uh, it was Delorgan in the old church. Okay. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So it was a little, um, a little loft, basically, um, a lot, kind of an attic space in yeah. this beautiful building, uh, the old church, uh, in um, above kind of a fruit shop, and it was it. it it kind of at that time it wasn't really what we thought that it was going to be okay. um, so myself and uh, Will my husband we had been we'd come from working in uh, David Lloyd Riverview at the time and um uh, both of us, uh, our, uh, our jobs were made redundant, oh and God. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you it, took out of that adversity, you, you saw an opportunity, and you jumped at it. Yeah, I mean, I would say it wasn't so much that we saw we saw an opportunity out of desperation. Yeah. Really, is where where platinum started, believe yeah. it or not. It, um, so, yeah, it was a, a time when people were leaving gyms. You know, uh, the the wellness industry was a luxury item, and so mm-hmm. it was the thing to go. So, yeah. uh, we found ourselves, you know, unemployed. Uh, yeah. I I was pregnant actually with oh, the, the yeah. little one of times old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the saying? Necessity is the mother of all creation, yeah. isn't that it? Yeah. So before we get too far into the Platinum Pilates mm-hmm. world, what is your definition of success? This podcast is all about success and it's many different meanings for different people. And you're from the outside looking in, one of the most successful um, Irish fitness businesses out there. So what what does success mean to you? Is it about business or is it something else? You know, um, it, it's interesting. Yeah, Mark Twain says the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you realize why you were born. And mm-hmm. for me, success is about the why. It's 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 about finding your purpose. I love that. And that is either in business or in life or in, in, in all of the above. And I think for me, success is that it's understanding what I'm here to do and 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 that in business you know for me is 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 movement and is working with people in movement and understanding that I have the ability to be able to change people's lives yeah. through movement um and that that absolutely you know hands down it's not because because I, I suppose many years ago when I didn't really know what my purpose was or never really cared to delve, delve into, into delve into that because it's a scary you place for exactly yes, yeah you know I, you you would think oh well success is having a studio or success is having seven studios or success is having a beautiful uh, fitness business like you have you, you know I used to think that it was when I get there um and I think because your goals are constantly changing and your desires and all of that are constantly, you kind of start to realize, wow, you know, I I, I always look over there for success, never inside. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Has that yeah. changed? Is, is that still how you, you view things? No, for, for me now, I kind of realized I, d- I did a lot of work on myself yeah. actually in the last couple of years um, and, and in the business as well. And, and one has to be worked on for the other to improve. Definitely. You have to work on both together, I find. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I think when I when I kind of finally started to sit down and, and ask the hard questions and look at you know look at the ego and look at you know uh, be you know be vulnerable enough to sit there and and ask yourself tough questions and you finally realize okay this is my purpose abundance comes from that and yes. all the stuff that you want well, and desire. happiness comes from that and if if you get the abundance Without that, without that happiness, the abundance means nothing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's where people feel lost. I think so, yeah. Because when I think about, you know, uh, nine years ago, say when we started Platinum, you know, 
the, the things that I the things that I have now, I never thought I mean, I never thought we would have seven studios ever. I never thought that, you know, I would be nominated for an award. I saw I never that. Congratulations. Thought, you know, thank you. But, you know, you, it, it, it's amazing. And, and so so I started to realize like all of these things that happen, you're, you're, you're constantly kind of going and you're constantly, you know, looking for the next thing that gives you that kick. But actually, you have to you have to pair it back and, and ask why what am I what am I doing what why am I here and I think when you for me I think the biggest realization was to actually delve into that and even within platinum itself like we we completely rebranded our business over the last year based on asking the questions what are we doing and why are we here and that 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 has been the 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 successful kind of factor in my mind anyway yeah and i can relate to that so much i mean when i opened up like that i was kind of forced to open my own place uh, which isn't a great business model um, <laughs> but i went in there and i was like all i know is work all i knew was work all i knew about the industry was that i loved helping people uh, i love helping people move better function better and be happier uh, I don't know why people don't, you know, it, it just should be, it's for me, so obvious. Exercise, move, eat healthier, yeah. look after your body. Yeah. But uh, the world is in such a state of disrepair. And you see that and I mm. see that on a, on a constant basis. And I found that in myself. The beauty of business is that it exposes eventually those weaknesses in yourself. And I know they say, you know, most businesses don't last past three years or whatever that okay, statistic was. Okay. Um, or is but I think that's because the individual that's driving the business a lot of times they're not ready for that difficult question that they have to ask themselves or that time alone with yourself and again like you I, I someone spoke to me about CVMGP I wrote it down so I'd remember which is your core values your mission your goals and I think your priorities was the P yeah um, and it's very very oh, sorry it wasn't it's your purpose uh -huh. so purpose, it's like yeah, what you're yeah. just talking about there and and that resonated with me so much because once I started to look at that and make sure my my values within the business and my own personal values were were equal yeah. then things started to take that jump forward yeah. Do you ever talk to your coaches or your clients or, you know, your members of your, your facilities ever about that sort of stuff? Or is it something that you kind of feel you just need to find that out the hard way yourself? No, I, I mean, we, we certainly do in terms of in terms of our, our, our teachers, because in order for them to be bought into the brand, you know, um, everything that we do within the company, you know, I train the team. I, uh, you know, do my best to bring all of the new stuff that I'm doing, you know, with Franklin Method or Gyrotonic or, you know, the next kind of, you know, uh, whatever it is within, yeah, within the industry yeah. to bring it back to them. But I, I, I think, I think two things. I think, yes, what you said, sometimes people are not ready to hear it. And, and, and you know, particularly in our industry, we see a lot of people just doing, you know, certificate after certificate after certificate for, for the, well, when I, when I get to that place, I'll be a better person teacher or when yeah. I when I when I do and that course exactly when I and and a lot of the stuff is right there ready for them to to, to open up to if they just because I think in this industry it's a very unprofessional industry extremely you and know. not regulated properly exactly so let's not get into that one yeah I know so 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 you know without bashing a lot of people don't ask enough questions they just say well I learned on this course and that's it they, they go because I was because I paid money and I was taught it from that educator it must be true rather than you know sitting back and actually Franklin Method taught me an awful lot about you know actually pairing back and yeah. kind of saying well back to just, basics yeah in the Pilates industry you know a lot of the old school teaching you know 
uh, uh, really has no uh, biomechanical foundation. Um, right. but, 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 but you've been taught by a master trainer and so therefore it must be true. Whereas mm-hmm. Franklin Method is like, we, the body doesn't lie. You can't argue with human function. And with what's in front of you. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think um, one of the most important responses to any fitness related question it, for me, when people ask me, I'm always going to respond with the it depends answer. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think as soon as you try to put everyone into the same category, you know, everybody must do X, Y or Z movement and eat X, Y or Z meal. Yeah. And do that. it's just not the case. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. When, when I studied my master's in nutrition science, um, before that, I was, a, a you know, I was a personal trainer. That yeah. was kind of my background, fitness and personal training. And then I w- and, 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 you know, you would you would do the, the, the sort of the bog standard where you deliver a you know, fitness program and then you'd give the nutrition advice. Yes, and, yeah. and I used to think, oh, I'm pretty good at this. And I really like mm. the nutrition element of things. And if people do what I say, they seem to get results. And then I start, started my master's and about a year in, I started to question everything, everything. because for every research, so bit of research, you know, that was there for, oh, you know, vitamin C is going to do this. There's another 10 bits of research that says, well, actually, you know, in, in, here we can show you how. So, so I got quite a, I got quite disheartened with, with nutrition. So I yeah. stepped out of it com- I completely. Went, completely. Oh, you didn't finish your master's? I, I said, no, sorry, I did, but I stopped. I never practiced in it. Right. I said, yeah. and people would come all the time saying, oh, can you give me, you know, some, and I'm like, no, I don't do that. So I didn't, I didn't want to be involved. Why in that. is that? What, what do you think? So the fitness, I have to, like the fitness industry for me is, you know, all about, it's now about the wellness industry. It's about talking to people about stress. It's about the individuals I work with. It's about talking about sleep and mm-hmm. managing your life and your work-life balance better. And for me, the one area that I always get frustrated talking about is nutrition. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I have, you know, I've done whatever, over 30, maybe 35,000 PT sessions, I think at this stage. Wow. And... <laughs> it still comes back to an individual approach. And I know that if people eat X, Y, and Z, it tends to not, they tend to not see the results. They don't yeah. feel as good. Yeah. They don't move as well. Yeah. But then you'll see this conflicting information come out about I why know. you should eat that X, Y, and Z. And it's like, it gets so frustrating. Yeah. Is it driven by different businesses? Is it driven by yeah, uh, people I mean, trying to get, you know, it it's, it's clickbait on Instagram, definitely. essentially? Definitely. It, it's commercial. You know, I have a saying when it comes to that is like, there, there are no mysteries. It's not that difficult. It really isn't. There's, you know, let you know, you eat crap, you're gonna not. Feel crap. Yeah, exactly. So, so if you pair it all back, and I think people again, it's about sort of owning up and taking responsibility and taking accountability. So people will come to you and they'll say, "Hey, John, you know, hook me up with a proper nutrition program because I'm really struggling to do it myself." But ultimately, if if we actually listened to our bodies, our bodies are the most incredible. They are, you know, they have the ability to be able to regenerate they have the ability to be able to sustain they have the ability to be able to adapt to change Mm -hmm. so there's so much noise going on as you said and so much conflicting information that people get bogged down but then I think people let that allow them to be able to not be accountable yeah well I heard this I want to delegate it then you know they're like oh this is confusing I'm going to delegate it to someone else exactly yeah and the more I get into nutrition coaching on any level the more I work I tell you what the first thing you do is document everything you're consuming because awareness and accountability has to that has to be the first thing that Mm -hmm. leads that nutrition change Mm -hmm. and you know if you just put someone on a diet and say eat this or that they may lose weight for a bit and they may whatever 
But then as soon it's this on off diet. It's like, oh, I broke the diet. I had my cheat meal. Yeah. I had my whatever. Yeah. And like they nearly come in telling you that expecting you to give them a little slap on the wrist and tell them they're bold. It's the weirdest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the nutrition world just gets so bloody frustrating. Yeah. And that's why I kind of steer away from, not steer away from it, but try to steer around the movement and the mindset and the, the kind of strength and the endurance piece to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So setting up Latin Pilates in 2010 in the middle of a recession, mm. adversity. Yeah, it, it was awful. <laughs> you know, in, in, in bucket loads. How did you, did you write out any goals for yourself at the time or did you just go write every single Pilates session I do, I'm going to save a little bit of money from this and I'm going to just make I, make sure I do the best I can do. Yeah. Or what was your, what was your drive? I mean, we were broke, John. We I were know. literally, we had nothing. We had, um, I was, you know, let go from a job that paid a really great salary um, and Will had left his, his job a little bit earlier to kind of go out and to do his own thing. And um, I was let go with short notice I was pregnant. We were renting a house at the time and we literally had nothing. We had to sell our cars. We had to sell, uh, our, uh, you know, I had to sell handbags. <laughs> You've no idea. How did that feel? Not selling handbags, but in yeah. general. <laughs> yeah. It, it, you know what? It was just, it, it was just what we had to do to survive yeah. because we had two kids at the time with another yeah. one on the way. And it was, it was born out of necessity. I mean, when I say we had nothing week to week, we were eating dinner at my mum and dad's house. Um, and save, I know. Yeah, it was, it, it was, it was a really, really tricky time. But it's really funny because there was always something in me that I don't know whether it was a survival thing because I knew that the skill that I had had the ability to be able to help people. Mm. So whilst it was awful and there were sleepless nights and I wondered how on earth, how we were going to pay rent, how we were going to, you know, keep going this business that you know, Platinum initially, it was kind of Will was doing, it, it was a very small number of reformers and there was a physical therapy room. And because I was pregnant and because um, I had left my job, there was a guard, period of gardening leave that I couldn't kind of get really stuck into it. Yeah. So I was kind of walking the streets, handing out cards and just doing anything that Charity I could. And, it, and, and, yeah. it, and and then um, I, I tell the story then, we had opened, we had like three or four clients week one and each week you get a couple more clients. And then the snow of 2010 came and it literally shut the country down. And oh I was God, like, I remember, are you, are you joking? Like, <laughs> is there, are, you know, is there anything else you want to throw at me? It was one of those moments. Um, Did you learn any little life skills or do you learn uh, about you know yourself? What, when John, I'll tell you what I learned. I, the, I, I learned to not be attached to materialism because when you have a nice life with all the nice things and, and we were such bad savers at the time, you know, we didn't obviously, you know, we're in our, our, our very our early 30s. We were never thinking about pensions or savings or mm -hmm. any of that kind of thing. So we so so so, you know, when you when you were at that stage, uh, you know, where you just every month and you were able to buy the nice things that you wanted and we had nice cars and all of that sort of thing. And when it was when it's all taken away from you, um, so, so you know, we would have eaten out, dinners out and all of that, all the nice stuff. And so then we were like, OK, we can't afford to go out. Let's invite our friends over. So I actually learned to cook because there we started having friends coming over. So mm -hmm. we had the loveliest dinner parties or we'd have my folks over or my brother and his wife. And I remember 
the next day, you know, waking up. Now, I, I was pregnant at the time, so obviously I wasn't enjoying a glass of wine, but everybody was, everyone was sitting around having the chats, connecting, you know, over a glass of wine. And we mm -hmm. had great nights. And I, I remember that thinking, God, you know, you can actually still be happy without the stuff. Yes. Now, I like stuff. <laughs> I love stuff as well. And I think it's really important. Do you, when, when you look at, so look, every street corner now has a, PT studio, yeah. Pilates uh, Pilate studio, yeah. yoga studio, whatever it is, they're popping up everywhere. Do you, because I know I definitely do, do you kind of fear for the people who've set up in this time where people have money, you know, rent is okay, you can get good spaces, you can set businesses up and it's yeah. cool to have a business. Yeah. I look at some of these guys and girls, younger people setting it up going, oh my God, I hope they get on okay here. Yeah. I worry about them because yeah. I think starting out in business now and Banks are giving money. People are getting loans. Yeah. I couldn't get a penny no, off of anybody. No, so no, every no. penny was counted. And I knew what, okay, when I get paid from that person, I can buy this piece of equipment. That's and when right. I get paid from that person, I can pay my rent, <laughs> etc. I kind of, I think it's the best way. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong and maybe I sound old school. But I think it's the best way to learn your trade and you learn every feckin yeah, penny counts. I think so. I, you know, I suppose I, I, I don't worry in, in the sense, I don't really think about other other people and in, in, I'm not that way inclined in the yeah. sense of I think they'll be fine, they'll get on with it, they'll have their own challenges. I, 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 I hear a lot of people and you'd be amazed at the amount of people in business in the Pilates industry and yoga in, in, that will contact me three months, six months into opening their business saying, oh my God, can you help? And, yeah, and I I'll, that as well. I'll, I'll very happily say, look, yeah. And have you, a coffee. Did you not know you need to pay rates? Like, do they not, you know. And you because, have to pay your VAS. Yeah, you there's, pay your yeah there's no handbook. So um, I, I think the I think the difference, let's say, between now and, and back then, as you said, number one, social media, everything's documented, you know, woohoo, look, we we signed the lease, we're opening this, blah, blah, blah. And, and everything is out there on the public domain. And I think what people don't realize in our industry is the, the the hours, the apprenticeship hours, let's say, that would have been put in, the cleaning the, the machines. I, I, I spent mm -hmm. my first year in the fitness industry. I left school. I got a job in, in Riverview and I cleaned machines and handed out water for a year, you know, and, and yeah. wiped the sweat off the brow. You know, I was the, the I was that. You I were think, the gopher. I get it. Yeah. Like, it, like, like, you know, I suppose in, 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 if you were going to become a, a mechanic, you, you have an apprenticeship. There's a, there's a time period at which and at that time of course you you know you, you, it's not fun it's the worst part of the job but that that's where the skill is learned and I think if you're if you go through that and you endure that when you then go to open your own business you have no issue cleaning the toilets you have no issue uh, being you know because you've done it all mm -hmm. it's part of it's part of our you know I think people forget we're in the service industry okay it's the leisure industry but actually it's it's a you, 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 it is a service industry so in the service industry you work hard and you're there to inverted commas service your customer exactly. as such and that's everything from cleaning the toilets, you know, mopping the floor, making your, your space presentable. And I think that's the stuff that gets lost along the way. It's not just about the selfies and the, the Instagram posts. And no, the, it's, you it's know. not glamorous and it's not easy. No, no, and no. It's, you know, it's going to challenge you and you're going to find stuff out about yourself that you didn't know existed. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn a lot about mm -hmm. yourself in dark times, perhaps. Uh, well, you know, the last thing you're thinking about at night before your head hits the pillow, you're worrying about whatever that is. Uh, I love the challenge. It's like, you know, whether it's running or lifting or whatever else, it's going, right, am I going to be able to get through this? Of course I am. How am I going to find a way around it? 
Um, but the tools that you pick up along the way and the skills that you can then transfer across to other domains and other parts of your life, I think are what excites me the most about taking on new ventures, taking on new business and trying to grow the business. Obviously, yeah. you've done that now with seven studios. Yeah. So that's yeah, extremely yeah. successful as far as, you know, growth goes. I mean, it's very, very impressive. And I agree. The biggest part for me, about I talk about the three oars and I talk about, first of all, results relationships with your client you yeah. know you need to communicate with them you need to be able to talk to them and then it's about retention of that yeah and do you feel like now with social media and with all the rest of it that there's this superficial happiness that when it comes back down to a lot of these coaches and a lot of people are not connecting and not understanding how to be human everything's gone so virtual in the fitness industry now with the yeah. introduction of the peloton bikes online programming which i give out as well yeah um, and all that sort of stuff do you feel like the human connection is getting lost in the fitness industry? Um, I, I, you know what, I, I don't, uh, that's a hard one, John. I don't know if it's necessarily getting lost, but I know that it is a reason that people won't retain clients. So if you were asking my advice um, in my, my FOC, as they have my free of charge advice for any business owner opening up, you know, would, I, I would be saying the, the only way to retain clients, and this is actually Ursa do a huge amount of research on this in terms of why people leave gyms and fitness facilities. And the biggest reason is that there's no rapport built. So there's no connection. Yeah. So I think, you know, in terms of the, I mean, you know, Peloton and, and these virtual online programs are brilliant for a certain percentage of the population who are self-motivated, but that percentage is tiny. So we're in the industry of, of kind of managing and looking after the, the, the other pop, you know, the, the other yes. percentage of people yeah. that, that can't, where we're, we're, we want them to come into us and we want to be able to create connection and create rapport. And they so want to feel like they belong somewhere. A million and part of percent. A what do they say? 80% of people would, will adhere to group exercise uh, more than, than than going in and doing it on their own. Mm -hmm. So if so, and group can be one a to one, one, to one or, or two to one or a group. Yeah, exactly. Where, where there's an actual relationship there, you know? Yes. What challenges do you think you're facing at the moment or what challenges have you faced in the last 12 months? Now, there's a, I, I'm starting to see that talk about Brexit and I talk about a recession and I talk about all this stuff starting to reflect and kind of bounce back in again. Are you seeing anything that's resembling what was going on back in the, say, 2007 and eight era? Yeah, do you know, I mean, it, it, obviously in 2007, I was an employee working for somebody else. Now I'm on the other side of the fence. And, you know, when when my position back then was, um, you, know, they, you know, they send you this letter saying your job is in jeopardy. It's a very scary time. And I took it so personally. It was like, what, what, what have I done wrong? What is that, that 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 I'm not doing, you know, and now I sit on the other other side of that at, at you fence write the letter. as an employer. Exactly. Well, well, thankfully not. Mm. Um, but yeah, I do. I do. I, I obviously I worry about um, challenging times ahead. We opened in a recession, and we opened on the basis that people were leaving gym. So we wanted to create a flexible um, uh, business model, um, and we 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 used Mind Body. We were one of the very first businesses to operate uh, with Mind Body Online, which mm. is now you know all the studios Massive, are using yeah. it but it allows you this really flexible way to do business with people um, so I think the one thing I will say John is I, I don't worry in the sense of there's never been a better time to be in the wellness industry because I, I believe as much as we do give out like social media I, I have a love-hate relationship with it yes. I hate it on many levels but it, it definitely has attributed to people 
taking their health more seriously and rather than health and wellness being now a luxury, more and more people are starting to, to cop on that, it OK, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. Yeah. So I think that in general, look, challenges, yeah, there's always going to, our biggest challenges are commercial in the sense of rents are on the increase, um, rates are out of your control. Like, you know, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. We pay more expensive rates down in Greystones, County Wicklow, than we do in Dublin too. It's bonkers how that whole system works. Um, and there are no real incentives for business owner operators uh, in terms of, you know, in terms of tax or the government doesn't really do a huge amount for like a business like ours. Of course. Um, how many people are, do you employ or uh, We employ 30. So we employ kind of 30 staff and then we have, we have a small, very small, and, and actually that's probably the, the, the most challenging thing in our business in that we employ our staff um, rather than have a huge proportion of, of con- contractors. So we, you know, we, we take the hit on, you know, all of the, the you know, whatever it is, the, 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 the various bits and pieces, exactly. Um, and as, as an industry goes where a lot, like we were talking about, it, it is very unprofessional. People are very, you know, they they, they, they want the the sort of the, 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 the pay per hour. They want just the flexibility of that kind of freelance thing that doesn't really operate, which doesn't really work for us. You know, we want kind of, you know, we're trying to move towards a more sustainable business that has growth capacity and yeah. that has sort of a potential to, to be able to drive on, you know. And to grow that out, you need to build that community and build that security. And, it, and again, it even stems back from, you know, the feeling of getting that letter when you're in your, your last job. You know what it's like to be an employee. So, you yeah. know, it's like cleaning down the machines. Once you know those systems, you can implement those systems and you know the mood and you know what's involved. So you, you can implement that and, and kind of relate to your, your staff and your, your contractors as such. Day to day. Melina, are you still teaching Pilates or have yeah. you stepped back? You're still no, on, the, never, on the tools. I'll never, ever not teach. I'll never, ever not teach. And I don't, obviously, I don't teach to the extent that I used to, but I have a small number of personal clients yeah, um, that I've taken one for, for many, many years, uh, even be, going back before um, Platinum. And then, I, t- then I, 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 I dip in and out of group. I do a bit of cover for the guys. But... You know, that's the thing for me that just if you said to me, what's the one part of your job that you love the most? I would say it's it's, it's, it's walking in and taking a class of, of 10 or whatever it is through a, 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 and, and, and have them all get up and say, wow, I feel incredible, yeah. you know, and I'll never, ever let that go. Exactly. I love that. And I love being on the floor, talking to my clients, working with my clients, and I still coach a huge amount of clients. But I do see it starting. I'm, I'm at that crossroads now where, I have to step a little bit off that pedal yeah. a little to, to progress and move forward. It's, it's, it's interesting, so hard. yeah. It is very hard because you feel like you're letting people down. You yeah. feel like you know, and and you're like, oh. But I mean, I've been in a position where I've been in a meeting with, you know, it would be at a board meeting or I've been in a meeting and I get the text from someone going, "Hi, are we still okay for our three o'clock session?" And they're in another studio, oh. and I'm like, oh my god. So I think you have to just sit Let down and figure it out and go right. Okay, what can I do? You can't be all things to all people. That's what I that's one thing yeah. I did learn in business and you have to um sort of relinquish a little bit of control. For me, up until uh, about eighteen months ago, I did everything in the business from the VAT returns to the tax returns to the wages to the every marketing the, the, the works and because you're afraid you know you're like I, I never want to go back to 2009 2010 I just never want to be in that space again mm. where I was compl- I felt completely out of control so um, yeah about 18 months ago we kind of went okay you can't do it all so I started to and, 
and actually our back Delegate. of house team we have a great back of house team doing now. Better than you did it. so much better oh my god it's, <laughs> it's very hard to admit that isn't it <laughs> so much better John it's like people yes. everyone yeah everybody's where they're supposed to be doing what they're supposed to be doing um, yeah so it's 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 def- that you, you I think you, you do have to there comes the crossroads where you also have to look after yourself and you mm. have to say right what's how am I going to be do the job that I do and just do it a little bit better by letting go and saying oh, I can't do all of those classes or I can't take all of those sessions but this is this is what I can commit to you know yes I do I can relate to that so Mm -hmm. much so Milna who are you outside of Platinum Pilates what else are you (laughs) there's that awkward okay good (laughs) of three gorgeous girls so I have three girls Uh, my eldest is 17 um, and then next one is 13 next week and then the little one is eight so I have one in primary school and two in secondary school Um, so that's number one Um, number two what I you know I what do I do outside I I, I like to stay well actually yeah which (laughs) is always good so I do you know I do fitness (laughs) Good place uh, to start. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a coach? Do you have someone who who actually puts you through Pilates workouts yourself? Uh, no, uh, no, I do all my own movement, as in Pilates, gyrotonic, uh, Franklin method. I do all of that myself, and I'm I'm pretty disciplined in that. I'm happy yeah. to do that. Um, but I I do lots of different things. I box with the Heaton uh, oh, Boxing Academy. Yeah, love great. love it so much. Super. It's like meditation for it's me. It's great one, is it? The, it You're really not the first is. lady who said that in here. Ironically, boxing. It's oh, like yeah. gets rid of the anger, and it's a good. It's, it's funny for it's not even the well, I mean I guess the, I'm not I'm not such an angry person actually but it just for me it is a, a moment in time 40 minutes or however long the class is where the only thing I'm thinking about is am, am I hitting the right shot and it just quietens my head and I think that is absolutely brilliant because I, I love to run as well outside um, of work uh, but when you run your mind is, is, is taking is over yeah, yeah so is there a mindfulness piece to your day at any stage or is your mindfulness your boxing where you're um, thinking about a jab and a cross and a hook yeah I, I would I suppose yeah there, there, we'll, we'll call that mindfulness but I do I, I definitely first thing in the morning when I get up five o'clock I take about 10 or 15 minutes to just sit and to kind of process how I feel and, and, and that's I learned a lot of that through, through the Franklin Method which is very much kind of understanding Understanding your own function and your own physiology um, and kind of understanding how your thoughts affect how you feel and they affect how you move actually yeah big time um, so yeah I do a little bit of that just, just first thing just to kind of real quiet sit downstairs and on that one because it's something I see I, I feel when I meet a client for the first time how they carry themselves their posture um, you know how they look in the eye all that sort of stuff and then, then essentially how they move tell so much about them, right? You can yeah. tell they're a little bit about a personality by how someone moves. Do you see that yourself? Yeah, yeah, Do you see the, the mind-body connection on a very, you obviously see it on a very different level to most people. Yeah, I really do. I, I It's a weird, I have a weird fascination with human movement. It's kind of like, like weird. <laughs> yeah, and the great, and the bigger picture piece around it yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, the word mind-body, I, I understood it and I worked in it, I think, long before it became a thing that, you know, people hashtag my body, you mm. know. Oh, yeah, um, hashtag, yeah. so so it, it, it's I, th- I think the, the, the work that I that I've done over the years in terms of studying and understanding that allows me to be able to literally turn and look and watch somebody when they walk in and watch them when they move on either a reformer or move on the floor. And it la- allows me to ask certain questions 
um, that that gives me information, basically, that I can then give them back some information that will hopefully without, you know, crossing lines of, you know, because they're, you know, when you're working with somebody one on one, sometimes a lot of stuff comes yeah, out and that you, have you to protect both yourself. Exactly, and exactly. So 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 you can you can you can you can figure out a lot of stuff when you when you understand that, you know, when we talk about mind, we're literally talking about the thought process. That's what mind means in mind body. It, it, you know, it's it, it, it's it's just a person's thought process and how a person interprets the environment around them mm-hmm. and what at any given time. Yeah, yeah, and what kind of reaction pharmacological actual reaction happens inside their body to how they perceive a certain set of events you know because I, I even talk to the kids about this we you know I talk to them about what you know they, they get into tricky situations particularly in secondary school the two girls are gone into secondary school and first year is like a minefield you know my my, el- my middle girl is just started first year and um, there's a whole new dynamic of friends and they're wanting to go to discos and they're wanting to do this and they want to do that and so mm-hmm. I try to in, in the simplest terms try to explain Explain. Look, you'll see things that way, and they'll see, you. You you'll both look at the same uh, set of events, and you'll both see them in two very very different ways. A good uh, analogy someone used, uh, a coach I work with in the states, he said, "Look, we all see the world with different filters, and that's how he communicates with his kids. It's like yeah. you have that filter, but she has that filter, and that's yeah. okay to have yeah. different filters. <laughs> I love it. Um, but definitely, it's uh, it's it the the mind and the connection the mind has with the body and the state of disrepair the body may be in." is something that fascinates me more and more. And the the more I progress as a coach, and I'm sure you, you can relate the same, the less questions I feel I need to ask, the more you just you're you're just there to notice. Yeah. And and observe and ask one or two key questions and yeah. see what that starts. Yeah. Um which is it, it's fascinating. As a as a population, how do you feel Ireland is doing now as far as fitness, well-being and health goes? Yeah, I think, you know what, it, it's definitely we're moving in the right direction. But I think no matter what, the, 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 com- the commercial, you know, we started to talk about at the beginning, you were saying, what is it that's going on with nutrition and, and what's it, why is it being driven and how, how is it so, um, you know, difficult to understand? But I think, you know, shows like Operation Transformation and Ireland's Fittest Family and all of this kind of I think that's brilliant because it's getting people to kind of, you know, like years ago, people were like, oh, my God, you're a freak. You're out running at six o'clock in the morning. And and now, you know, you run up and down wherever it is, Goatstown Road. And there there are a lot of people out running at that hour. So from from that perspective, I think there's still a lot of work to be done because there's a lot of rubbish out there. There's a lot of people talking about stuff that they really, you know, do not have the the, the sort of the the credentials. Yeah. yeah, To be able to talk about. So I think people need to sort of be, be. you know, really careful about where the, the kind of level of information or where they're getting their information. But yeah, I think, look, it, we're going in the right direction. Do- doctors, consultants, GPs, they're all definitely opening up to Prescribing, the possibility. Yeah. Exactly, Movement exactly. Movement and yeah, exercise yeah. and nutrition. And yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, oh, you know, if all else fails, try a bit of exercise, you know. Yeah, well, so look, if that's all they're saying at the start, that's a start. Yeah, and yeah. I actually work with a number of people in the medical world now who are seeing it themselves because of their own mental health issues that, that are arising as a result of the chronic stress they're placing themselves on and not looking after themselves. Um, and it, it is great to see a change. I see personally see a bigger divide. I see more and more people. So personal training used to be that luxury piece that you spoke about and we had business owners and managing partners and that was it. Now we have teachers and we have people who work yeah. at, you know, very, very modest sort of jobs and they're prioritizing their health so much that it's like right I'm going to pay for these personal training sessions because it's something I need out of necessity Mm -hmm. unfortunately the flip side to it is 
you know, sit in Dublin airports on a flight out and you can see such an array of different body shapes and sizes and people eating. Someone has a little fruit pot, someone else has yeah. whatever that is, yeah. a bag of jellies and a, and a beer at 10 o'clock in the morning. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. that's changing. So if you, one of your tools that you mentioned is your morning little routine of mindfulness. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, starting early in the morning, getting something done. Any other tools that you, you kind of attribute to your success or something that you feel keeps you both healthy, and motivated and focused, but also just in a good state of mind. Yeah, I think, I mean, surrounding yourself with good people. Um, I, I think it's really important to have mentors around you or, or for want of a better word. I don't know if mentors is the right word, but people that you can trust, um, you know, to to bounce things off and to in, 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 in all walks of life, but also at the same time be able to do you know what it is? I think it's nearly be able to listen to your gut a little bit and then, well, actually, in fact, a lot, but then filter, I guess, is the word, the rest of the stuff that's coming in. And then, you know, like that, be able to to go to people that in, in a safe environment that you can talk about business or pers- whatever the things are that you need to, um, because it is, it, 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 it's it's hard in business, you know, and it's hard when you're when you're starting out. And I think th- th- there are so many challenges um, and it's often good to look Look outside of your industry and yeah, ask, ask, 100%. you know, well, I mean, you know, y- y- 10 years ago, let's say when both of us started, we, we would never have been connected, you know, so so like you never had anyone to go, oh, you're just starting the business. Yes. Yeah, so oh, my like what has it there going? Was, there didn't and, seem to be any other no, gyms or any no. other studios at and, all. But I see, I think that's. There, there was, but I guess social media just didn't and never connected people. Didn't you know, open so, it up. Yeah, so yeah. Th- so I think was we have to we have to give social media it's it's you know it's oh, applause as well for that. Definitely. But yeah, I definitely think mentors and 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 having you know good people around you that you can trust to bounce things off is, is a big big uh, for anyone starting out in business or in business is very important. It's on top of your list. Mm. So uh, it was coming to my next question: Do you have people that are mentors still? And uh, you've had that throughout your full journey in business or is that just something you've adapted as the business has grown? Yeah, I think it's, it's really an, uh, it's something I've adapted actually. So uh, so um, when 2013 um, uh, somebody put me in touch with um, Going for Growth oh, yeah, um, who are an incredible, they're an Is that just for ladies? It is, yeah, women in business. They're, yeah. they're a support network um, and um, they are tremendous um, and they are, you know, they, really what it's basically where they, they set up a mentorship program. You have to apply and you have to kind of put those various kind of criteria. But they were brilliant. And um, my first mentor that I was put with was a lady called Mary McKenna. She owns and operates Tour America. And oh, I know who she is. Yeah, she's Sorry, a, she's yes, a personal friend now and she's actually a big fan of Platinum. Um, but she just blew my mind in terms of the, the, the level of support that she offered me through, um, you know, tough times in the business. We, we were kind of about three years in um, and... And she was just absolutely brilliant. And it was a, it was a safe environment. Uh, we were put into a group. We'd meet every month and you were you were put with different people in different industries and really like different industries. So and at first you kind of think, oh, what am I going to get out of this? But it was incredible to, to get, you know, to just listen to other people's stories in, you know, in that kind of environment. So she was one of my first mentors. Um, 
and then uh, Breeder Dunahue then um, uh, I, I sat on a, a round table with her and she was again just an absolute you know one of these women who is just so strong and she sat on so many boards and really solid but such strength and those kind of people you know really inspire me What do you mean when you say strength? Uh, I think I think just a, a, a level of resilience. I think, you know, look, it's hard. Well, I, I'll say it's hard for women in business. It, it, yeah. It's tough. You know, you're 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 a woman and, you know, you've got kids. And I remember even when I was working, when you're in work, you have to kind of pretend like you don't have kids. And when you at home with your kids, you have to pretend like you don't have a job. It's like you're, you're they, being pulled yeah, in imagine. all of these. You're trying to be the you know be all like be all things to all people and that for me is just like my god you know and and, and like that you'd I'd look at I'd look at these women that are to me are very successful and I'm like how do they do it but from a, the, the the element of strength I think the best way to describe it is just real resilience and the ability to be able to be in business and in in such a you know phenomenal um, different huge accolade of, um, of of business experience that she has and, and just able to kind of navigate through these choppy waters um, and so, still maintain yeah, a balanced family life yeah, as well yeah absolutely yeah and that's the bit because I, I do feel like there's a sacrifice and like with any big goal that people make whether it's to run their first marathon it's like well what are you going to sacrifice mm. here is it the night out is it the chippers yeah. is it time with your kids that's it but in business there's some big sacrifices yeah. I don't know if you agree or disagree oh, with I that d- I, you know what I, I 100% I, I, the way I look at it now and, and this is something again that I had to work on myself is that you almost have to decide to yourself that you're not going to put it into the sacrifice category because you'll ruin yourself with guilt over that and for me guilt was the biggest thing that I I would I'd be working long hours and I'd feel really bad that I wasn't you know able to do all the drops all the pickups all the school runs I was the mum that forgot about the birthday parties I was you know I I was that mum and then you'd be at home going oh my god I've got to sort out these emails I've got to sort out these clients yeah so, so you have these two things and I remember speaking to um, an incredible actually a craniosacral therapist uh, Mary Parr and she is just the, there, there's another one of my mentors one of the most incredible women um, and she you know said to me she she, she got me into a room and she she gave me a real good talking to she said to me listen here's how it is we, need, we all need women <laughs> like that in our life as only she could and she said listen guilt doesn't exist this is something that you've made up and she said here's how it works she said there's been there's been there's uh, been a study where they put a grandfather clock in a room and then they put in a whole bunch of other clocks set to slightly different times so oh, the, know, the, yeah. the, the metronome or whatever the, the, the thing is called metronome that ticks. Yeah, yeah 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 they're all slightly different times and then they leave and then they come back into the room 24 hours later and every single clock in the room is ticking to the beat of the, the grandfather clock. clock and she said to me you are the grandfather clock in your family and she said you, when you're happy everybody else in your world will be happy and she said you have to understand that that if you if you're in work there's nothing that you can do about what's going on outside and when you're outside there's nothing you can do about what's going on and just understand that and that for me changed everything I was like oh okay yes because she was saying you know Mel your children will respond to how you to, to, to how you feel in terms of and you know she said do you like the fact that you go on these courses and I'm like yeah I love it I, I learn loads of things and she said so be happy for it. She said, don't ruin it by being over there going, oh, I missed this or I missed that. So that was that's a br- that's one a of the big best. Moments. Now, in saying that, I've had that conversation with 
with clients and with people and it just doesn't soak in and it takes a specific individual to be or maybe it's just a time in your life you have to be ready to hear those sort of things yeah and yeah. it shows maybe the nature of, uh, of your personality that you know com coming to find your, your kind of your purpose and your why but you're also open to finding your purpose and your why open to that yeah, conversation yeah i think i think is that trained or is that something you've got from your parents Here, or is it the thing. I, I, I don't know where it comes from but but this this is what I know that change is inevitable and and survival is about adapting and you understand that from a physiological, physiological point, point of view, of view. <laughs> snap you know it, it is it's just how it is it's life so we are constantly changing our environment is changing um Internally, our health is changing. We're always moving. We're either moving towards disease or we're moving towards health. Mm. We're, none of us are staying still. So that's in the body. Then when you when you think about it in life, so every single uh, set of, uh, you know, the hand that you're dealt is, 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 a, is an opportunity. And if you're quite stuck and you have a closed mindset and you are, you know, no, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is the, you know, this is the routine that I have. You're going to feel like you're constantly like somebody's beating you up whereas if you kind of go do you know what screw it the, the, the everything around me is always changing let me go you know as, as Mary would say you, you you can either swim up against the stream or you can just turn around and just let the current take you and you can go with it and I think that for me I, I've always been that way I've always adapted to change and I'll always adapt to change because I understand it from a physiological point of view yeah and it's a sign of resilience isn't it your capacity to deal with change yeah I think you know being able to adapt swim with the tide instead of against it recognize that you're swimming against the tide all of these things are so obvious when you when you have that little aha moment yeah was there ever a moment where you was it just that chat with mary where your whole world just aligned and things went easy and then all of a sudden you had seven studios open or is it a constant no, piece that you have to work on and <laughs> wake up in that 15 minute realization every morning where you're like right what direction am i swimming here yeah how fast are my legs kicking am i swimming against the tide yeah am i happy Exactly. Am I am I tight in my muscles? You know, there's exactly. this conversation. It takes a lot of hard work, doesn't it? Yeah, I think I, I, I don't know when the realization happened. I know I know that in 2010, I was at a point where I thought I just never want to. I don't want to feel like this. I don't want to feel like someone else is in charge. And then. I kind of realized, well, actually, someone else isn't in charge. It's, 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 you know, if you change the way you look at things, the mm. things you look at change. You know that saying? I love so, that. Yeah. So, so, so then, I, so, so, so that kicked in. I, I don't know. I can't say when, um, but, but I will say this. You know, it didn't. It didn't just. Ha you know, did it all of a sudden, seven, seven studios later, it wasn't so much that. But it's more so. You, you know. It's it's almost like you need to give yourself a kick up the backside every now and then, and I think when you every morning that I wake up, I try to it's like a it's like a new page. Just turn it over and just start from here. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do anything about yesterday. Probably can't do too much about tomorrow. So let me Work just let now. me just be, be yeah 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 yeah. And do you, here's a do you look at the news every day? Do you look at what's going on? I don't. Please, same here. Please don't ask me anything. No, same here. Anything for that about reason, Brexit or I think that's a. I think that's a small on. business owner thing. Like, I'm not looking at the news because I don't want to know any more about the negativity. I really 
don't. I just want to make sure everyone has a good training session today and that I get paid on time. Yeah. And that's all you can fucking control, I isn't feel, it? feel, you know, when you're in when you're in chats and you're in, in particularly with, with sessions and someone will say to you something like, oh, did you see that? And then I'm like, no, 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 I didn't. I don't, I don't, I don't really know about much about Brexit. No, I'm like, so do you, do you want to know about your body? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like you don't need to know any more about yeah. Brexit. It hasn't happened yet, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, so if you were to give us a couple of quick quick fire rounds here what would be your top tips from a food point of view for, oh. for people listening because people struggle and they always want to hear top tips from professionals like you do you know what John I'm the worst person to ask if you came into my office they all give out to me I eat when I want to eat and that why is that be, a bad tip I, I just I because because the the, the the book says you should yeah, eat seven yeah, yeah, meals yeah, a day yeah 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 I'm like the anti I'm like the anti-nutrition I don't eat breakfast I, I I might not eat until two or three in the afternoon because I just don't feel like it okay um, so I'm going to stop you right there yeah. and say <laughs> I think more people should be like that. Yeah. People get so feel so guilty about, but you must have your breakfast and you must have your snack and you must have and you're like no. I know. And I know. it's like if you want to eat, you know, chicken yeah. and an apple for your breakfast. I listen that's to okay. my body, and I would exactly. say, I, I would say that's what I would say to people. I'd say listen to your body, not not the part of your body that's telling you you want to eat sweets at ten o'clock at night. Not that part because that's not there's, yeah. th- there's something else that's going not, on there. That's not your body. That's something <laughs> a demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your feelings. You're eating. And sometimes your you feelings. can listen to them. Yeah, but no. So so yeah. I think I think tune in. I would say actually tune in a bit more to what's going on in here and a bit less to the nonsense that's out there in terms of of, you know, eat this, eat that, eat, as you say, you know, but but I remember, John, you know, years ago, especially when, when we started to get little bits of PR uh, um, for the business and they'd be like, oh, tell us about your days. So what time do you get up and what do you eat? And I, I, I used to have to make it up. I, know. I used to, I faked it. I was like, yeah, I have a bowl of porridge gag. Like I hate yeah. porridge. I never, <laughs> I never eat. I've never made a bowl of porridge in my life. I'm sorry, I lied. Um, so, but because I felt that that's what I was supposed to say. That's because such a pressure, isn't it? It is. It's horrendous. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't feel pressured anymore. I'm like, okay, just yeah, I don't. That comes eat with. And, yeah, you, you, I think it comes with. Look, I don't care. You know, no, I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I, 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 I'm happy. I feel like I'm pretty healthy. You know, I, I, I. I you, you look you know, very vibrant and healthy as well. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So the, the it, picture of health. It were. It, it, it. This works for me. I'm not. But but like I was saying earlier about nutrition, I don't work in nutrition anymore. So I'm not going to tell people what they should eat, but but I will say again, as I there are no mysteries. You know, it's very it's very simple. What goes in, you know, what comes out. That's kind of the the the, the way that it works. You know. So I definitely didn't think I was going to ask you this question, yeah. but a lot of times I'm talking to you, you talk about your feelings, you talk about listening to your body, and you talk about you know the community, and you talk about people. Like, are you a spiritual person? Do you think on any level? And I'm not saying not. Is there something? No. Do you feel like there's a bigger picture pulling you along? Do you believe in that, or are you just is it just a case where do you're you know, like? No, I just I'm very optimistic. I just have a lot of optimism or hope or I, I, I don't know what Fake. it is. Yeah, I just listen. I, I, I think that a lot of people and, and I, I'll pair it back. It's not so much spiritual, but I think people don't realize how good the body was designed to feel. I, I think it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's almost like, you know, you know, if somebody said, you know, if I said, oh, John, how are you feeling today? And you're like, oh, Mel, I'm feeling fantastic. I feel amazing. You know, people might look at you and go, what are you on today? But like, yeah, you shouldn't feel yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's almost like a bit of a martyr thing that we're like, oh, grand, a bit of this. A bit. I'm like, grand, like who wants to live their life grand? You I, know? I, that for me is my biggest motivator 
to not okay i do drink a little bit but not booze not eat crap i get psoriasis if i eat a lot of dairy so i don't eat crap like that i try yeah. to eat clean that's how, what feels right to me and i feel great and i'm sometimes standing in the gym and i find myself like dancing around just yeah. listening to music and people think there's something wrong with me. I know. And I they're know. the ones going out with a grey face and, yeah. you know, the all up, the rest uh, of it. They, they, you know, to me, they're the upstreamers. They yeah. are, you know, it's like, and, and it's similar in business. You know, I, I get this, you know, where it's like you're, you're nearly afraid to celebrate your success in business, you know, where, where you, it, which is mad. It's like, well, hang on. This is commercial. This is a commercial. This is business. So, so you know, uh, should I not be really proud of this? Should I not mm. be really delighted with I it? I think and that's an Irish thing ah uh, yeah I, I don't I, know, I, I'm you know what I'm, I'm not I, I, I kind of feel I don't want I don't want to down the Irish because I am no, I love Irish, I love the Irish you know, I love there is, everything about yeah, us yeah there is but a we thing do have that, that little you, thing it, yeah it's like when we had one studio we I, 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 I chatted about this before you know everybody's like oh Mill and Will and they're the underdogs and everyone's rooting and supporting from them as our business grew it was like, oh, well, you're just too big. You're like, I, I, people would email and they'd go, commercial you're commercial now. now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah nice one. <laughs> yeah, it's a business. You know what? I, I love, love doing this. I love it. Yeah. And I want to get paid. Yeah, exactly. Because I want to have a nice yeah. life and do all those bits and bobs. Yeah, and big time. It's, it, that is, I can relate to so many things you're talking about. But I had to let go of that guilt myself where I was like, and I've spoke about it before on different podcasts, where I, was, I felt like it was a bad thing to be successful and wealthy. And I was like, one minute I checked myself, I was like, where in God's name is that coming from? Yeah. I had my little 15 minute moment one morning where I sat and went, this needs to change. The conversation I was having with myself was was so negative and it's just, yeah. it can become very toxic and, yeah. I can, and I just see it so often now, and it's so you, obvious now. You would nearly apologise yeah. for, apologise for, you know, if someone say, oh, that's a nice pair of runners you're wearing there, Mel, or did you get a new car? Oh, and, yeah. and you'd nearly make up a store. I'm like, oh, this is, this is, this is bats. So, uh, you know, in a, you know, to, to kind of pair back to the question of, it's not so much spiritual, but I, but I do believe that we are in charge of our happiness and we're in charge of it. We have to be accountable for ourselves. You have to, like, it's no one else's gig. This is Milena. This is my story. Yeah, so, yeah, just, you know, you have you, that, that uh, nobody else is in charge or no one else has the ability to be able to make decisions uh, or, or be accountable for, for, for this kind of thing. And I think. For, for me, that again, it boils back to sitting down, having a conversation about purpose. And for me, if I can instill that in my daughters, if I can teach them that literally that being just be accountable for yourself. No one else's fault that you didn't do your homework. Exactly. No one else's fault that you got X in an exam. You know, it's not your teachers. It's, you know, if I can, if I can do that, then to me, I, I'm a successful That's parent. a success yeah. in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. So, so like it is very important that conversation is something I think it's a positive affirmations and I suppose a yoga person will talk a lot more about affirmations and their role in, in yoga practice but like a positive affirmation or a positive self story has to be one of the biggest driving forces for, for anyone who's successful on a business level but also athletes and also people who are successful and in small family situations as well this morning routine of sitting down having some silence you know, checking in with yourself, getting your food in when you want it and listening to yourself is definitely something that's very unique in you. And I think it's something that's, you know, people need to learn how to tap into that a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I think the, you know, the, the word selfish, you know, um, 
is like is, it's like hang on a second you know you know oh, you, oh you're not the center of the universe my kids say that all the time and I'm well I'm the center of my universe exactly. so actually my wellness and my happiness uh, is the most important thing to me first and foremost and from that stems all the other balance and I think you know I think once you start to kind of allow that to just be almost like your mantra the, 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 the rest kind of takes care of itself. That really is kind of, I feel. Yeah, like that's really good. At. And a lot of what you, you speak about, you know, it's stuff I've read in books and stuff that I've had to teach myself, but it seems to be something that's came quite natural to you. So uh, hats off. And I'm sure that's a big part of your, your, your great success. Um, so I'm not going to keep you any longer because I do feel like we could chat for, for weeks and weeks, but perhaps we'll get you back <laughs> in nerds. again <laughs> in the new year to talk about a few things. Um, just to finish off, what's in the kind of upcoming future for Platinum Pilates? Anything oh, exciting? Uh, yeah, lots of lots of exciting things. So um, we are, so we're working on uh, something in Cork at the minute, which will be our first kind of, you know, out, out. I mean, we have a place in Wicklow, but yeah. Cork is a great, it's, it's really happening down there. Um, we are launching a Gyrotonic studio, which is a, a new sort of movement system, um, which is very kind of, what's the word? It's, it's not new. It's been around for a very long time, but it hasn't really hit main stream kind of group exercises yeah. you know very much done it's very exclusive on a one-to-one basis so I'm doing a bit of work on that and at the minute well, exactly yeah and then education then as well we're kind of working on a, a, a professional Syllabus. yeah professional Brilliant. commercial teacher training program because I think Ireland is it's ripe for it and there's not a huge amount here and you know I had the the, the luxury of being able to travel to do all of my uh, education and training whereas I think if people don't necessarily have you know the flexibility or yeah um, so, so you know, to, to have something here right on, right on the doorstep. It'd you be know. great to mm, have that. Yeah, mm, super. Yeah. Okay, so lots of great things and yeah. lots of great success coming your way. And I wish you the very best of luck with it all. Thank you uh, so very Mila, much. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, John. Great to chat to you. And we'll chat to you soon.